You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. So you've set up your Shopify store with your CBD products. You're ready to rock and roll. Your SKUs are ready. And then you start applying for payment processing. And all of a sudden there's declines everywhere. Everybody's telling you they cannot accept your product. You go through Shopify payments, Stripe, all the regular players in the industry, and nobody's willing to accommodate your business. So uh, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what you can do. And I know this is extremely frustrating because this is probably not something you thought about when you started your CBD shop that you would not be able to get payment services because everywhere we look, it looks like everybody's selling CBD online. So um, it seems like it's quite easy, but it's not. So uh, I know this is a very difficult time because, you know, especially if you've spent a lot of time and money kind of getting your business to, um, you know, to start processing. So you have SKUs ready, you have your fulfillment ready, you have your Shopify store already built. And then all of a sudden, hey, you can't process payments. So um, I'm going to, you know, shed some light on what you can do and help you clarify, you know, some options so you can get started and start scaling easily. Um, So, you know, don't fret. Uh, There are some solutions and I know it's a scary time and it's, you know, you feel like, you know, perhaps you've wasted a lot of time kind of doing all the other stuff before uh, focusing on payments and obviously getting it, being able to accept credit cards online for your CBD shop is a huge part of running a successful business. So uh, let me explain a couple of steps. Uh, you know, listen till the end. I have a few very easy things that you can do to help you. Um, and obviously you can get, get in touch with me if you have any questions or if I can help any further. So uh, a couple of things that I just want to mention is the basics of getting approved. So you've built your Shopify store, um, you know, you, or, or whatever, whatever backend you've decided to go, but a lot of people use Shopify and then you've, you know, you have your SKUs ready and your manufacturing and your fulfillment. So those things, you know, I'm just going to kind of push into the side, I'm assuming that you you've you've done that and you're ready to go on that end. Um, and those are very good first steps. So, you know, congratulations on at least getting to that point in your business because that's necessary in order to start uh, looking for a payment processing solution. Um, the important thing that you have to keep in mind is what are you selling? Are you selling CBD? Are you selling, you know, hemp-based skincare? Are you selling buds or flowers or other products? Whatever the case is, you have to make sure, um, you know, you limit the the amount of SKUs that you have. So a lot of merchants kind of go into the mistake of having this like blanketed store with a whole bunch of different products, um, apply for a merchant account and everybody says no. The one thing you have to keep in mind is that every bank and every payment processor may have a certain section of CBD or CBD-based products that they're willing to support. For example, some merchant processors are very good with CBD, but they won't do anything skincare related. So they like the ingestible. They don't want the skincare. Others are fine with the skincare, but not with the buds or the flowers or whatever the case is. So you have to keep in mind that, you know, focus on what you think is going to be your biggest seller. The, The important thing is to get your business off the ground. So even, you know, having 10, 20 products is going to be difficult to, uh, you know, to, to, to continue because you're not going to be able to process or you're not going to be profitable on each SKU right from the beginning. So pick your one or two best SKUs, focus on those, get payment processing on those. And then, you know, you can scale from there and add more products and get more payment processing once you kind of understand um, how, how it all works. 
another thing that's very important is try to have one-time sales versus recurring orders. So obviously if you have, you know, a new business, uh, it's difficult to get processing for recurring orders for whatever type of business that you have, uh, unless you have some previous processing history. So if you just sell one-time sales, meaning somebody comes into your store, buys one time and leaves, then that's okay. A trick to kind of get, uh, increase, increase your sales amount uh, is to have bundles. So three month bundle or six months bund bundles are way better than having recurring orders. So try to, you know, kind of manipulate your cart to have bundle offers that are one-time sales instead of recurring orders, recurring orders and continuity can come later on. Once you get six, 12 months of processing history and things are kind of working well. Um, Keep the number of markets limited. So if you're American and you're selling to US customers, don't start shipping to Canada. The Canadian rules are different. Same thing in Europe. Europe is seen as one region, but when it comes to CBD, it is actually per country, there's different rules, different legal limits for THC in the CBD and so forth. So, um, you know, if you're in the US, focus on the US market before you start shipping elsewhere. There's a lot of things that you have to keep in mind. I'll do another episode at some point uh, to explain to you how to sell to the different countries. But for example, if you're shipping from the US to Canada, it can be very problematic uh, because of customs, because of different legal uh, limits that you're allowed to sell here in Canada and so on and so forth. So be careful when you're selling off uh, outside of the uh, your home country to understand the laws and to test your shipping and your fulfillment because it may not be as easy as you think. Um, another thing that a lot of merchants who are starting CBD businesses, or even, you know, if you have a successful CBD offer is banking is always a problem. Not, not many banks support CBD merchants or CBD businesses. So first you have to be clear with your bank, uh, that, you know, this is what you're selling. So you don't get a surprise 60 days down the line when they realize that you're selling CBD and they shut you down. Secondly, before getting a merchant account, you have to get a bank account. So ensure that, you know, you have your banking in order. You might have, you might want to have two banking options if possible. Uh, it's very, very important that you focus on banking and payments as soon as you kind of start your looking through your business and getting your business off the ground. Uh, and even once your business off the ground and you're scaling, it's, these are important things to keep in mind is to have enough payment solutions and banking solutions to support your business because, if, if your bank changes their mind, which happens often, they have policy changes, a bank can say, you know, we no longer want to support CBD merchants. And then they shut down their whole, whole portfolio of CBD. So I've seen that happen before. Don't get caught with your pants down. Make sure that you have a couple of options, um, you know, at least one to start and then, you know, con continuously be looking for other solutions to make sure that you're covered if, if something changes. Um, another thing that's really important is to have a clear and simple corporate structure. So we sometimes at Direct Paynet, you know, we get a lot of CBD merchants and they come to us with these very complex structures in terms of like this company owns that company and there's 5% of that company and this company. If you're starting out, that is a recipe for disaster. You need to have, you know, CBD obviously has some legal uh, limitations and so forth. We also have some merchants that are now starting to sell Delta 8 and looking into these different substances. Banks, 
in general, whether it's uh, business banking or merchant account processing, they want to know who owns these companies, who is the person responsible. And if you kind of drown them in paperwork of, you know, uh, owners of owners of owners of companies and so forth, it probably will lead them to say no, even if they were willing to support your business type. So keep it as clear and as concise as possible. Um, if you have a hard time understanding your corporate structure or your accountant does, it's probably a bad sign and you need to kind of simplify things. Uh, lastly, ensure you respect the legal limit of THC or whatever substance you're selling in the country you're selling. So again, in Europe, you know, the UK versus France versus Italy all have different laws for what is allowed. They're starting, you know, they're starting to kind of make a European consensus on this, but it's still not there yet. And we get a lot of merchants in Europe who are selling to different countries. And, you know, they they don't take those things into account that, you know, the percentage THC in the UK versus France or, or whatever the case is different. Um, so, you know, it could lead you to getting, a, a, you know, getting through the, the goalpost, let's say, uh, in terms of getting a merchant provider that's able to work with you, but then they see all the countries you're selling, you haven't taken into account uh, all these different limitations of the THC content. Um, and keep in mind, obviously, when you start sourcing out your product, that you should have a, you know, all your COAs, which is your certificate of analysis to prove how much THC content and what's in each of the products that you're selling. So make sure you get that. Um, options for startups versus some tenured businesses. So, you know, if you're a startup, it's very different than a tenured CBD business. If you're a startup, you know, my, my suggestion is Square is a good place for you to start to kind of start getting some processing history. Uh, in Europe, there's another provider called Viva Wallet, um, you know, that supports these. I'm not affiliated with any of these companies. It's just solutions that, you know, I've seen work for startups. Um, and obviously, the goal here is to start you know, with these solutions as you're working to getting your own merchant account. These are not perfect solutions for merchants who are looking to scale in the CBD business. This is just really to start testing your, your, your offers and kind of seeing how things work while you get a merchant account, while you get your, your kind of ducks in a row for payment processing. Um, if you're new or, you know, you're, you're a tenured business, having you know, a large investment in your bank account and positive financials, like if you've had a business in the past or somebody gave you a large investment to start the business can help you get a merchant account a lot faster and easier than if you kind of show bank statements with zero balance and, and nothing there. Everybody starts somewhere. So keep in mind, you know, there's Square and VivaWall and all the kind of startup options. But if you're able to kind of secure an investment or show some financials that show positive history, this can help you get approved for a merchant account. So don't just go to a processor and say, hey, I'm a startup. I have no processing history. Try to kind of build a little bit of a case to show that you're a desirable uh, account. Um, another thing that's very important is be upfront and honest or risk getting match listed. Um, and when I say that is, you know, a lot of merchants, they just want to get started. They're eager. And I, I, you know, I feel your pain. You, you know, you've spent all this time kind of getting your, your store ready, um, getting your products and so forth. And then all of a sudden you're getting declined for payment processing. It's frustrating. It's annoying. Um, you know, and it, it's not something that a lot of merchants foresee being a problem. They figure the hardest part is going to be tech and, and getting good products 
products and fulfillment and all that, but actually, you know, merchant processing and payment processing in general is usually one of the hardest things to kind of um, cross over in terms of CBD businesses. So that being said, lying that you're selling CBD and saying, oh, no, no, we don't have any CBD and kind of not showing what your process or what you're selling is a recipe for disaster. Within 60 days, they will realize what you're doing. You'll likely get shut down. They'll hold your money. They might match list you, which means, you know, you're on a blacklist for Visa, MasterCard. It's a whole slew of problems. So don't do that. It, it's just not, it's not a way to kind of have longevity in this business. Be upfront and honest about what you're selling, find a provider that's willing to help you. And I can guarantee you there are providers that are out there ready to help you. So, um, you know, whether you reach out to me at direct Paynet or, uh, anyone in the pain processing world, just, you know, be upfront and honest about what you're, you're selling. And that way you're not wasting your time and you're, uh, you're going to work with somebody who's willing to work with you. Um, that being said, don't over apply many applications ultimately go to the same bank. I'm going to use the US for example. There's a handful of banks that are willing to support CBD businesses and a lot of payment processors and payment processing companies like Direct Paynet and a lot of the other ones that you hear of pop that are popular always go to the same bank. So you know, making sure, for example, that, you know, if you're working with direct payment or you're working with, you know, company A, B, C, or D, that, you know, ultimately where your package is going to be going is important. Um, so without getting too involved in the pro application process, keep in mind that you're going to work with a, you know, a payment processing company that ultimately is connected to a bank. So we are kind of like the middleman between you and the bank, uh, because banks don't want to directly work with acquiring merchants. So, we are supported by different banks and most of the banks are pretty common that uh, accept CBD. So keep that in mind, make sure that you know where you're applying and don't go and apply to three places that ultimately go to the same bank. It's always going to be the same answer. Um, that being said, in order to up your chances of getting approved, prepare a package. You know, people on an underwriter or anybody who's looking at approving your, your account, the more they know about your business and the clearer it is and the easier it is for them to kind of trace the dots together, um, the easier it will be for you to get approved. So like I said before, you know, making sure you have a clear and concise, um, you know, business where, you know, the ownership is very clear. You have a couple of SKUs, you have a very clear pricing model, and you just kind of explain this in like a one page info sheet and you send it off to the processor at the same time as your application, that will win you a lot of brownie points because it'll just help kind of put things in place and make people understand what your business is. So take, you know, an hour and kind of put everything on a nice sheet, structure it nicely. Don't overdo it. Don't, don't go crazy and, you know, send five or 10 pages, just like a one page. Here's what we're selling. Here's our business. Here's a little bit about the ownership. And this is the type of investment that we got. And this is what we're forecasting. That's it. Simple, um, concise, and it'll be much appreciated with your application. Um, so that's what, you know, essentially I, I, I wanted to kind of do a video to just really go over the, the basics of getting approved for a CBD merchant account. Um, you know, there's, I'm going to dive into a lot more topics in future episodes. So just kind of let me know your feedback, specific questions. This is such a huge topic. It's hard to do like a 10 or 15 minute, um, uh, you know, uh, in depth about this topic. So I just kind of 
flushed over a couple of things to make sure um, you get a couple of tips and things to help you uh, get on your way. So remember a couple of things once you get approved and once things are kind of getting started, keep chargebacks to a minimum. This is especially important for a CBD business. So a chargeback alert service or fraud prevention tools and, you know, like 3DS and, uh, you know, count and all those things. Those are very useful things. Don't go crazy and add a a whole bunch of them. Look at a couple of options and choose something that's going to be effective for you in preventing chargebacks. Um, keep in mind that reserves are likely. So price them in when you are, um, when you're pricing your products. So very typically 10% reserve is held for six months. So your processor will keep 10% of whatever you process for six months and then kind of reassess from that point. So keep that in mind when you're getting started. And last but not least, test your fulfillment Ensure your delivery times are, you know, acceptable and, you know, that you're informing your customers because nothing is worse than getting approved for a merchant account and then your fulfillment's all over the place and, you know, people are getting packages late and so forth. And it it is a recipe for disaster and you will get shut down a lot quicker being a CBD merchant than any other merchant. So keep that in mind. Make sure everything is very, very well tested and keep testing your fulfillment. If you can do a test once a week in different parts of the country. Like if you, you know, if you're located in Florida, you know, test a package to California, test a package in the Midwest and just kind of make sure that, um, fulfillment and delivery times are working well. Uh, thank you so much for, for, uh, listening to, to this talk. I hope it was helpful for you. Please like share, subscribe, uh, to make sure that you get more content. And as usual, I'm always looking for feedback and more questions to answer and give you guys information. So feel free to drop me a line. All my contact information is right below this episode. Uh, so I look forward to hearing from you.